0: It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party,
1: pal. Welcome to the Sultan of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew, Mo, Yo, Moo Cow Rich.
0: Bringing the bull.
1: What's up, guys?
0: Bring the, bull. the bull in cow's clothing. Cow <laughs> there Ridge. it is. There it is. You really are an underrated bull, dude. I mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dude i i mean you're like you're a wolf and people think you're a sheep but you're not
1: <laughs> i don't know if that's a compliment or not yeah i'm it not is.
2: sure what that means but here we are i mean that's a compliment in my opinion there
0: we go never underestimate the cow
2: apparently i'm eating and cows
0: instead of being a cow and his savagery did you take full advantage of national cheeseburger day I did. I ate two cheeseburgers for mm. lunch and for dinner.
1: Nice. You only
0: had two. I mean,
1: lunch and dinner.
0: Oh well, yeah, lunch and dinner. It was Culver's and well, how many at each sitting? Uh, just just one at each.
2: I know it's kind of weak, right? But they were like that, that real burgers. Weak. They weren't shitty McDonald's
0: burgers.
1: Real burgers. Yeah. Do
0: good you guys? About that. Yeah, okay, so have you ever gone to a restaurant where you're just like, you, you order a burger or something like that, and you're like, fuck this, I can't take the bun, and you just eat it without the bun? Like it just gets messy or whatever, and you just yeah toss it out?
1: That happens.
0: No. Really? it's never happened.
1: Oh, I No. Done
0: never. You've never, never done that?
2: Come Not on. once. Not once. You ate the whole fucking thing. What's the I point? Think, uh, I paid I, for it.
1: I can picture Cal getting pretty messy with his burger though.
2: Oh, you're damn right.
1: And he's okay with it.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's you know, it's just like being with a woman. You get your face a little bit dirty. It's part of the deal. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, education. A, sex education we're a full, with
2: Cal. Full topic podcast here.
0: Yeah, well that might be a little aggressive for our listening base.
1: Hey. Maybe it's not. We've never uh we've never ventured that route.
2: <laughs> yeah, they, they, they probably should have uh should have entered some topics in when you asked
1: them. that's yeah. true well
0: here's a, here's a, okay, so here's something so I thought it was interesting that uh that you know t l e podcast had put out that they were getting a lot of feedback based on their cigar, and I wish Danny was here to say this the fancy way, but cigar sommelier, whatever yeah uh thing we didn't get any.
1: Yeah, nobody said anything.
2: Well, so there's a couple of differences, right? Like, they had a whole episode about it with, mm-hmm. like, no other major topic. So they, like, went deeper than we did. Okay. And and they also, I think, got, like, more more into it than we did. We kind of mm-hmm. talked about it and laughed about it and said that's a stupid name.
0: But they got way more into it. Now, I haven't listened to that episode, and I'm certainly curious to. Kyle, have you listened to it? Yeah, for sure okay, and and kind of what was their um what was their stance on the whole thing that it was ridiculous? basically, yeah, I mean, it's pretty similar to what we were saying but like <laughs> I said
2: they they went more in depth and they they dove into it a little more than we did
0: uh, yeah.
2: and they they got worked up too so that's, okay, really helps all right,
0: but it's a pretty good one though you should listen to it yeah, I will and and it's interesting because it really is one of those topics that. That stirs up a lot of emotions, I think, for, for a lot of people. But um, ultimately, it's it's a really tough, and I think Danny really hit it spot on. If you were to call it anything else other than that, it would probably be a pretty cool course to take. Yeah, exactly.
2: Exactly. Speaking of pretty cool things you can be doing, you know C- what you should do right now?
1: Get on Cigar Noise.
2: Get on cigar
1: noise. Absolutely, because if you're not, you're not cool. And well, if you
2: are, you may or may not be cool. That's We're true not too. Kind of
0: proving anything either way here. <laughs> yeah, this is not like a. Yeah, this is not like an anecdote for nerddom. But it's
1: you are cooler if you're on cigar noise. Step, yeah,
0: step in the right direction. <laughs> Odds are better. Yeah.
2: Odds are definitely better. Yep. There it is. Uh, Speaking of things that are odd, those are stretch uh, and social media. (laughs) So they did the Area 51 raid. Did you guys see this?
1: Were you you the only one there? It
2: was just me. (laughs) Just me hanging out with aliens. Uh, No, so so 2 million people said that they were going on Facebook, right?
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And 40 people showed up. So that sounds like Exactly like a normal Facebook event.
1: Yeah? Yeah. Pretty much. So what happened? Uh, yeah, I didn't like ever 40 actually 40 people
2: showed up. Uh, they hung out by the gate. And they had some signs. They took a picture. And one person was arrested uh, for public urination.
1: Interesting. Only,
2: only one person got arrested? Yeah, they peed somewhere they shouldn't have. And uh, nobody that's else kinda, tried to do anything interesting.
0: That's kind of Bush League.
2: I know. So, the aliens win fucking again. Yeah.
1: Or they lost, because we didn't get them out.
2: Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> now, Drew, Drew, do you think that they want to be in there, or not? I don't, What's your thought?
1: I don't know. I'm thinking not. It's um, like
2: an E.T. situation?
1: They want, they want rescued out of there. If, if there so. are said aliens, and they are there, I think they want out.
0: I think so. I saw this article the other day that basically the military has finally confirmed that there are things that they refer to as UFOs that people are seeing during their flying missions, like pilots and stuff. And they can no longer just like put put it under the table, according to declassified information. Yeah, they literally will see stuff flying. and They don't know what it is. But, I mean, yeah. if you think about it, if you think about it on a logical level, as big as the universe is, the galaxy, whatever you want to call it, isn't it almost arrogant to believe that we're the only yeah. beings?
1: The other side of that is, is, and I only bring this up because I've been watching these silly shows about how your brain works and all, but... Dude, you your brain will just fill in the wildest shit when you just saw your reflection in the glass of your you know cockpit or something,
0: and you'd be mm-hmm. like, oh,
1: there was something. Fun. I, I'm not saying that's what's happening, but I think some of those things are people's own imagination getting the best of them.
0: Yeah,
2: maybe. Mo, Mo, I need you to write something
0: down right now.
2: We
1: uh, just had
0: a deep thought from Drew.
1: That wasn't deep.
0: That wasn't. I mean, if that's the cri- if that's the litmus test, we're fucked. <laughs> oh, it's deeper than it has been. Well, uh,
1: you got to you got to let it be all natural. You can't force things, Cal.
2: That's fair. That's fair. I think you're right though. I think a lot of it is just people's imagination making shit up. Like, you guys have driven on the road at night, right? Yeah, yeah. You've probably like been like, "Oh shit, there's something on the road." There's fucking nothing on the road. Yeah. You're just tired as shit.
1: That or uh what's the uh not a loot uh what the hell is those called? Uh
0: Sasquatch.
1: <laughs> here in Oklahoma. Sasquatch. <laughs>
0: uh there's a lot of, I mean it's just the locals.
1: Uh, no, what uh what a mirage.
0: Oh, uh, oh sure. Not where I was thinking, but What
1: When are you smoking, Mo?
0: Funny you asked Drew Fifth. Um, I am smoking the highly sought-after Numero Uno Hoya de Nicaragua, Connecticut.
1: Are you you Uh, smoking two of them?
0: I'm smoking one. The significant other is smoking the other. Gotcha. I picked them up at Lake Country yesterday when I went up there for their grand reopening. Lake Country Cigars, Delafield, Wisconsin. Go see Matt. Go see Tyler. Great people. Um... But I, I had seen these, man, and, you know, they got a lot of good ratings, a lot of hype. So the backstory for those don't know, and, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but are the cigars that Nicaragua uh, gives to other diplomats upon their arrival to Nicaragua or in diplomatic meetings and stuff like that? Is that correct? That's my understanding. If I'm wrong. Never heard. C- somebody correct me. Cow cow would yeah, have to correct I don't you. know. So that's. That's the story behind the cigars and uh they are they are fantastic. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a very very good cigar.
1: It's no patina but
0: uh no. They're good, obviously, but but it's uh you know, it's it's a really really good cigar. <laughs> a lot of flavor uh, not overwhelming. It, it's more of a classical type Connecticut but just really well blended and well balanced and It's really good. Did you
1: uh, did you want to talk about that topic? That again, that, which one that you mentioned after last week's podcast? Mm. S- well, you know,
0: I think it's fascinating, man. Yep. and we should do it. You know, I think it's just fascinating, and you see a lot of people. We're we're getting at that age now, where, and I think most of our listeners are either our age or a little bit older. Of um, some that are a little bit younger. But at some point in your career, you kind of reach a point where you either are going to continue building on your on your career, or you're going to want to strike out on your own and maybe try something, right? If you've had an entrepreneurial itch or uh, a passion that you want to pursue, and I, I think that's a little overused, but something that you've wanted to pursue, something that that you feel will give you more purpose, uh, waking up every day, right? Yeah. So whatever that case may be, but it's always been fascinating. I saw this meme the other day, and it said, "You know, all you guys that are hyping up Popeyes chicken sandwiches or Chick-fil-A chicken sandwiches, you should take the time to support your own your own friends, right? That are doing stuff." Mm-hmm. And it is amazing that oftentimes, and I see this when I talk to other people that are starting a business or starting a new venture or whatever that the closest people to them oftentimes are their biggest detractors or not even detractors, but don't really support them maybe that the way they feel they should. Now, with that being said, if you're the person that feels that way, maybe your expectations are just unrealistic of the people around you, right? Maybe you're expecting too much. But but it's interesting because, man, you do see that. You do see that in, in across the board, regardless of what somebody's trying to do. Sometimes their friends or whatever are not the most supportive or the most vocal in their support or uh, in championing, championing, championing what, what their friends are doing.
1: Is that because they're not good friends or because they uh, don't like your product? <laughs> not you I specifically, but... sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, dude, out of all my friends, like 10 of them smoke cigars. I mean, it's not like, you know, so it's a little bit different for, for my situation. But yeah. no, I've been lucky to where my friends have supported. But there are a lot of people that don't have that. Mm-hmm. And or it's they really say sad, they Will.
2: Right. And then right. you start your thing, and then where the hell is everybody? Right. Right.
1: I'll buy that first box. Right. right. Oh how much? Of... Oh man, I, it's it's it's
2: not a good time right now. Yeah. I
1: got to get paid,
2: you know. Right. <laughs> the excuses start coming. Yeah, and then, yeah,
0: and then you know, they're they're uh yeah, they're buying that box like year or the something or whatever. But no, that's, <laughs> it's not even so much me because like I said, I've been lucky to where the vast majority of my friends and family have really gotten behind Patina. So I'm not but I it, it's something that I've observed uh from watching other people and watching uh even on social media, like these people that are hyping up this brand or that brand because you know maybe it fits what they're trying to portray themselves as better, okay, where it's like, dude, your buddy's doing the same thing why aren't you why aren't you hyping his stuff? You know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah, so I don't know it's interesting have you guys seen this? have you
1: I think I've seen it a little yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, certainly, on occasion at least. Mm-hmm. Sm- and it's interesting too because I, I find over time that the, the the brands of cigars and everything else that I buy sort of slowly changes where it's, it's well, there's so many good cigars out there that I also want to support the good people. Right, so you could have the best cigar on the market, but if you're kind of a douche, I'm not buying your cigar. Yeah. Um, because I'm you know, I got all these people I do want to support and I like their cigars. So that's, that's kind of how I buy. And I feel like if most people bought that way, we'd have a very different market.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and here's the thing. And, I, and I'll tell you this in the two short years that I've been, been doing this, it doesn't matter who we, There, listen, there are some guys that are universally liked by everybody. There are very few of them, but there are, right? There are guys in this, let's, if we're talking about the cigar industry, there are guys that man, East, West, North, South, doesn't matter. People just like that guy. doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. And then there are some people that are very polarizing. You'll meet a couple of people that think the world of them and other couple of people that think they're the biggest assholes in the world. And a couple other that will say, "Ah, you know, they're all right. Right. Yep. Yep. Mm hmm. And then, of course, you also have your, you know, your guys that are universally disliked. And yeah. there's that, too. Okay. Um, but there is a lot to be said about brands being supported because they do enjoy dealing with the person behind it. No doubt about it. But at the end of it all, uh, the the cigar still has to have some some legs on its own. Right. For Sure. Yeah, it has to Regardless. be Regardless, so, uh,
2: and almost the worst thing is that people sort of universally think you're all right. Mm-hmm. You want you want so, at least enough people to be giant fans, right?
0: Sure. Yeah, definitely helps, man. It doesn't hurt. I mean, mm-hmm. that's for sure. Uh, it doesn't hurt. You're not going to sell less cigars because people like you. No. <laughs> But you won't sell
2: very many if people are like,
0: mm. oh, yeah,
2: that guy. Oh, yeah, he's pretty cool, yeah. I guess.
0: <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's all <laughs> right. Welcome to fucking mediocrity, right? Right, yeah. Exactly. Oh, I haven't thought about him in a couple of months.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I had an interesting discussion with uh, my rep the other day. He says, and, you know, this is like we talk about the ebbs and flows of this whole thing and, and how, you know, Patina started with the Sultans of Smoke. I mean and everyone's been on the journey as, as we try to make this work and fuck out of who knows what's going to happen, but it was kind of, he says to me, man, he goes, there's a lot of ebb and flow with patina, right? Mm -hmm. I said, well, what do you mean? He goes, well, you know, people will smoke it, you know, it'll sell for, for a little bit in a shop, you know, let's say a month or two, then it'll kind of die off for a month or two. Then it'll pick back up and then it'll die off again and pick back up. And I said, bro, that makes 100% total sense. He said, Why? I said, Because that's when all the new stuff hits. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, whatever. And then the new stuff hits again. And
1: then. <laughs> you, yeah, you keep going back to old trusty. Right. And then you keep trying the new stuff. Exactly. Which is not a bad thing at all. That's a good thing. I'm fine with it. They keep coming back to patina over and over. Yeah. Which is, that's like best case scenario. I mean, well, other than, I, I don't know if you really want, I, look, you want everybody to buy your cigar, but that's sure. like a, that's like a, uh, I would say the best kind of cigar smoker for you versus somebody even that just smokes patina, yep. like, like an Opus guy that just smokes Opus. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's as cool. Well,
0: well here, look. <laughs> There was another me, guy at a shop that I saw. He says, "Bro, I've smoked through six boxes of your Connecticut Churchill, and I got a little burnt out." And I said, "That's exactly why I don't want you smoking only patina." One,
1: mm-hmm. well, I think, smoke six other boxes stuff. Fucking anything. I think the more you, yes. s- the more you smoke other stuff, the more uh, educated you get about stuff too, and the more you sure. pr- appreciate it absolutely smoke some other connecticut's and then when you come back to patina you're like damn
0: yeah i mean it, whatever the you know whatever the case is man is like you want people to have an experience with cigars not just like oh this is all i smoke whether it's patina or whatever and i mean he was yeah it was another brand that he was in the midst of getting sick of and burnt out on because that's all he was like so he was like going from like brand to brand and just smoking the shit out of it right and um, <laughs> and so when I came to the shop, I had given him a Churchill because I know that's what he liked. And he goes, "God, I forgot how much I like these." He goes, "I got to get another box." But ultimately, you want—like we always say, man—you want to be a part of a rotation. That's what it's about. Yeah. So that guy
2: smokes cigars just like the radio plays songs, right? Where you're like, "Oh, this is pretty good," and you hear it mm-hmm. 75 more times that day. Right. You're like, fuck that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's good stuff. <laughs> but, uh, understanding human behavior, I don't care what line of business you're in, understanding human behavior, human psyche is so important. Yeah. So important, man. What's what's the weirdest sort of human behavior you've seen recently in cigars? <clears throat> in cigars? Hmm. I'd have to, I'd have to think about that. That's a really, that's a really good question, man, because, you know, it's, it's kind of like when we talked, you know, when Danny was on one week, we talked about the, the different ebbs and flows of brands, right? Like what's hot today? What's hot? What's hot? What's hot? Right. Yeah. And and that's changed over the course of... I mean, God, I, we've been doing Sultans. How long now, Drew? Three years?
1: Almost? Uh,
0: 2014. 2014. Well, that's... Yeah, it's yes. a review blog. But podcast? I'm podcast? Yeah, roughly. Yeah, almost three years. And the stuff that was hot when we started even the podcast oh, is a geez. little bit different than yeah today. And um, so that, that's always interesting. But I never realized... How much marketing has to do with it, and I don't even talk about like advertising the cigar aficionado and stuff,
2: Mm-hmm.
0: but just, just overall how how yeah. you how you position your product. That's I all don't care what you're selling,
2: what what you marketing is at least as important as your product
0: yeah. every time in every yeah. category. Yeah, any business, yeah, really is. And it's funny too,
2: because like when you guys were younger were you like oh marketing what a bullshit thing
1: yeah when you're in school yeah right (laughs) oh you're a
2: marketing major great
0: yeah
1: show
2: your life but now you're like holy shit
1: there's something there
2: (laughs) those guys are important some of them yeah many of them are not but some of them are
0: (laughs) it's such an important part man it really really is i mean drew even like those um the stuff you put together for you guys at your work yeah I mean, how important is that for that for that to look good, that display or that, you know, poster or whatever? It's crucial.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Trade shows, uh, I do all the banners for our company and website design. and uh, We call them line sheets, but it's a, a sheet with, like, our products on it, and I do a couple of our manufacturer's products now. But, uh, I mean, that's what they hand to... That's like handing out your sample cigar. I mean, to people. Yeah,
0: That's, what to people. Makes that makes That's what and we it's hand to makes sense.
1: That's what we hand to people to go here. This is this is the products we carry, or yeah. So it's gotta catch your eye and it's gotta have everything you want on it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well we've yeah. talked we've talked a lot about um through the course of our podcast, we've talked a lot about ring gauges, right? Ring gauge smokers. <laughs> we've yeah. spent way too much time talking about Lanceros, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so I had a very interesting conversation with somebody the other day in a shop. And so I want you guys to weigh in on this. And he asked me why, why a 56 gauge? Why not a 60? I said, well, if you're at 56, you'll still get your 60 guy because it's, it's big enough. And you'll still get your 52 guy because it's not too big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he goes, well, 56 is too small for me. I said, okay. I'm like, but all you smoke is 60s. So he said, yes. And I'm like, well, why don't you give it a shot? And he said, no, because 60 is the smallest gauge I smoke. Hmm. So I thought that was interesting. And my response was what I've noticed, and you guys tell me, that if 60 is the biggest that you smoke, you'll go down to like a 58, a 56, maybe even a 54, okay, if you really like the cigar. But if 60 is the smallest ring gauge you smoke, you won't go below a 60. Because like if your normal cigar is a 70 ring gauge, you're not going to go down to a 56.
1: But that's not to say you wouldn't.
0: Options, though. uh,
1: uh, All right. That's not to say you wouldn't try it. Well, I guess he won't. But I mean, Mo, just because you like a a fifty-six doesn't mean you're not going to try a thirty-eight or forty-two. I mean, if Davidoff comes out with one, and uh, that's what I'm saying. But you don't think most people are like that, where they're like, "This isn't my favorite size, but I got to try the new one. This is awesome."
0: You would think.
1: I think that's a little. Like that's that. a little close-minded.
2: Are there more size queens out there than we know
1: about? <laughs> Are we still talking about question. cigars? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> oh boy, I I bet there is. <laughs> What's uh, did you get? Uh, I wish you could ask him. I wish he could be right here to where we can ask him. What? Why? Why? why what i mean okay i I, did ask him i said what did he say
0: well because you always want to try to understand why people are so stuck on stuff
1: yeah right
0: and i think drew that's kind of what you're trying to get at with that
1: yeah
0: it's like dude why are you so married to like this concept of it has to be a certain ring gauge that that to me just doesn't really like if somebody said like this numero uno i think is probably like no bigger than a 40 this is a phenomenal cigar yeah okay and i'm not i don't normally like smoking this size but it's just such a really good cigar right and i really don't know man like he he just really didn't he's just like oh it's just what i like and now you have to remember this is an older gentleman okay and i feel like especially like a lot of the old school smokers are really just afraid of stepping out of their comfort
1: zone probably so yeah I mean well, and I wish we had Danny on, but i opus i've mm-hmm. i've I can't say I've smoked every one of their core line, but probably pretty dang close to their their core sizes, mm-hmm. and I do have a favorite, but I'm not turning down the you know whatever the the little power ranger size or a you know or even a Churchill size is it my favorite no is it still pretty dang good, yeah. I'm not going to miss out on stuff. The other thing is is man, you never know when you're changing. Your tastes are changing and you're like, "Holy shit, this thing is awesome." Yeah. That's that's no, probably no, bigger for he, me.
2: Was this guy going for like any any cigar that's 60 or above or was he picky about him at that point too?
0: Um you can't be he too really picky was at down, that point. He was really down to smoking one cigar pretty much. Okay. And I and I wanna say it was the um whatever that new punch Maduro is.
1: Mm.
0: I forgot what it's called. Some new flavor of cardboard. Right. <laughs> right. But I mean, typically when you have people that are that are married to the notion of it has to be this fatola or it has to be this rapper or whatever, um they they typically are not guys that venture out and really try stuff. Yeah. Right. You know? So you almost can't lose then, right? Because let's say you
2: did make a 60. Mm -hmm. Would he try it anyway?
0: Yes. I think he would
2: try it if it was a 60. All right. Well, he might be the more adventurous side of it then compared to others.
0: Yeah. I will tell you one cigar that nobody talks about but has an unbelievably loyal following is the Oliva V Double Toro. For sure. Unbelievable. That size, that cigar.
1: Unbelievable. That's a pretty good yep. size cigar, though.
0: Yeah, it's
2: yeah. fascinating. Take that cigar, put it up against the Macanudo, and you've got you to catch yourself a fight. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: Macanudo,
2: (laughs) and as much like as much as I laugh about it, right? I think I think that's a super silly cigar for me to try to smoke most of the time. But those guys found a niche and they're doing great. They kill
0: it. There was a guy man. Listen, there was a guy at the cigar shop at at Casa (laughs) Micros where I go Macanudo, (laughs) and they got it. And they got so this guy (laughs) buys Romeo and Julieta's by the box. Okay. Mm-hmm. The regular Romeo, like the 18, or seven, eighteen seventy-five, 75, Yeah, Buy the box, bro. They finally convinced him to try a Patina Connecticut. So he finishes smoking, like, well, what do you like better? He goes, I like it. Actually better than the Romeo, but I just won't spend the money on it. So there there's about, uh, Romeo, I think it's about 10.95 for a Toro. Patina Connecticut Toro's 11.95. What? But they give him a box discount on that. He gets a discount on that because he buys them all the time. So he's just like, or no, maybe it's $9.95. So it's about a $2 difference. It's about a $2 difference. But he's like, yeah, he's just married. I mean, there's just something about that loyalty to that cigar, that even if you like something better. And I wasn't even there for this. They told me. Huh. So it's not That's like crazy. he was trying to like spare my feelings.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, don't,
0: <laughs> I don't have any left, but if I did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you pay like two dollars for two hours to be better of your life?
1: Man, I would.
2: <laughs> right? That's how so I work.
1: And we're not talking crazy. like I don't know. Nine dollars to eleven dollars or you know, ten to twelve that's that's still in that same price range that we've talked about before
0: It, it really is
1: ten to twelve really is. is is kind of the same it is and especially I mean if he's buying the box, he's getting a better discount anyway, so he'll yep. give him, they'll probably give him the same mm-hmm. discount on a box of patina, so
0: yeah, and it's a less it's a smaller box count too yeah, yeah. Hm. who knows, man? But the point in all of that is, you know, again, this is an older guy. Guys get married to the name or they get married to like, well, this is what I've always smoked or whatever. And it's hard to shake that.
1: Yeah, it's hard to change. Mm -hmm. People don't like to change.
0: No,
2: especially if you go into the same place. Right. They say, hey, you want the usual? All right. Yeah, I'll get the usual. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you don't fucking want the usual, you walk in, all of a sudden you're getting the fucking usual. That's how it goes. I hate that. Right.
1: I mean, I like it, but I hate it. Because cause there's times when I'm like, I don't want the usual. And yeah. normally, places that I go, they just bring it. They don't even ask. And then I'm like, Ooh. no, no, no. I actually wanted something different. <laughs> right.
2: Right. So if you're looking to change a habit that you have uh, in, in, in like what you buy, one thing you should probably
0: do psychologically is go fucking somewhere else to buy it. But see, okay, so now again, here's where the retailer comes in. Now, the guys at Costa do a phenomenal job about this, uh, with this, so uh, I don't see it as much there, but they're, if you have a guy that's coming in buying, so let's say the guy's always buying a Romeo or a Macanudo or whatever, and you see he's smoking the same type of cigar all the time. Bro, you better believe that I'm gonna sit there and try to get them to change or to try other cigars that are similar to that, because there might be a day when I'm out of Romeo yeah. 1875, mm-hmm. and I got to be able to switch this guy to something else to be able to make a, uh, a sale. Yeah, sure. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. So if
0: I'm a retailer, I don't want, I don't want guys that are married to one particular thing all the time. I want them to at least have an open mind. Now, if I'm always going to have that cigar, then that's one thing. But anybody involved in the cigar business understands whether you're a consumer, retailer, manufacturer, distributor, whatever, you're not always going to have everything in when somebody wants it, right? So It's legit.
2: That is legit. So... Switching gears a little bit here, uh, Mo, earlier you talked about Tyler, mm-hmm. and then Drew said something about a trade show, and that mm-hmm. made me wonder, we didn't ever get our Tyler versus Tyler throwdown at IPCPR, did we?
0: Mm-mm. Why not? No, it was, it was a love fest. <laughs> it was more of a mutual admiration between two up-and-coming uh, you know, retail personalities. Did it? Did it well, that's spark? That's not a, what it was billed as. It, it wasn't billed as that.
1: <laughs> did it spark a bromance between Tyler and Tyler?
0: I'm not sure. I don't know how much those guys talk.
2: So like, I I bought tickets to Rambo, but I got softcore porn instead. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, pretty much.
1: Rambo right. was amazing. Yeah. Opening night Thursday. Amazing. How many people were there? Uh more than just me and the wife. Okay. <laughs> Less than the whole theater.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> About like uh <laughs> the last time me and you went to the movies.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it was, was good. It good. Oh, it was good. He's freaking good. brutal. And they okay, they let him unleash.
0: Now this is the last Rambo, right?
1: Well, that's what it's called, but you, you, you never know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be doing like an 80-year anniversary fucking Rambo.
1: Probably. It was good, but he's man. They they let loose, and it's some some good stuff. Go see it. We are not yeah, sponsored by Stallone or Rambo.
0: Or you are not what.
1: We're not sponsored by Stallone or Rambo, or I think that's Paramount Pictures.
2: Yeah, well. How cool would that be, though?
1: It would be cool. That would be awesome.
2: If you're listening, guys, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> we know you're not. <laughs> Maybe somebody knows somebody. Yeah.
1: It could be. It could be. Probably. It was good, though.
2: There you go. All right. Uh switching gears again.
1: Get it, uh, Cal.
2: Like a Ferrari. Random, random topic. <laughs> uh this this one I'm just curious about for, for both of you guys. What topics of conversation could somebody bring up in a cigar lounge that would make you immediately leave that conversation and stop talking to them? Gay sex. <laughs> but we're still talking, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a really know. good question. Hmm. Uh, that's a really me, good one question. Of them, one of many, while well, you guys think, is if, politics? if I don't know you and we start talking about politics right away, yeah. you're doing yeah. it
0: wrong. Done. Done. If we Every...
2: do know you, we can probably talk about it.
1: Yeah. That's not true. That, that that's not work. true, Cal. <laughs> no, depends yeah. Depends how well true. I know you and what you want
2: to say. Yeah. How
0: much yeah. ignorant bullshit you want to spew. Yeah, def- yeah. You know that that's a big one, man. De- definitely, Kyle. That that one's always a little bit uncomfortable. Um it depends on who the like the one I have no interest in dealing with are like guys that start showing bigotry, right? about one thing or another no interest in that i'm done the conversation
1: uh,
0: politics i'll give it a little bit of a leeway um most guys i think think you're too stupid to understand what they're really saying <laughs> mm, <that's laughs> you know when, when, when they're yeah. sitting there saying stuff and it's like okay i get what you're really saying here you know let's not i don't know who you're sugarcoating this for exactly um but yeah, those are always uncomfortable topics. They really are. Um, and then the other one is when is like when one person involved, whether they're a retailer or rap or whatever, starts talking about other raps or other retailers. I hate those conversations too. Those are those are uncomfortable.
2: I love eavesdropping on those conversations, though.
0: <laughs> That's like
2: tasty grown people drama. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, what gets you out of it?
1: Um, uh, I mean, I, I would agree with the politics and all Only more, more so because if I'm at the lounge I'm probably there to relax Yeah And I don't Regardless of if we agree or not Let's just relax and have a good time We don't need a debate
2: It's legit. That's really good at changing people's minds too. By the way, is actually talking about it. Said no one ever.
1: <laughs> I don't know beyond that.
0: I was trying to think, man. That's a really good question. When people start telling me the Packers are better than the Bears, that usually.
1: Oh, talk about I mean, sports, and I'm out for yeah. sure. Yeah, <laughs> fucking
2: look at the scoreboard, Mo. I mean, this is this is not even a question. Any
1: so I, any. Uh, sp- Any sport, I'm out Primarily football
0: I will tell you this That depending on the cigar shop you go to
1: And the level of
0: interest That the patrons have in sports That could be just as bad As talking about politics For sure I mean, I've almost seen fistfights, no joke Over sports
2: Yeah, there's a big difference between Some good-natured shit-talking And being a dick (laughs)
1: Yep. <laughs> it's a fine I mean, line just, sometimes
0: <laughs> what, I, what I just want to tell people is Guys, let, let's look at this objectively You're arguing about this And this guy is going to go essentially play a game Make 100000 to a million dollars doing it Just for that one game Go home to their badass place Go to bed and not give a flying fuck about what you think Mm-hmm. And you're sitting here on the verge of coming to, to blows over this.
1: Come on. Dumb. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes.
0: Yep. Stop. Oh my God.
2: And then sometimes you have the person that, like, they don't even say anything weird, but you just get this weird vibe coming from them. Like, this mm-hmm. person's kind of crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like you got to get your ass up and move at the first excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I talk to this guy he's going to turn my skin into a lamp or some weird shit, right? Like Right. Fuck out of here.
1: <laughs>
0: you, you also get the people that that start, you know, you meet them for the first time and all of a sudden you're getting their life story. God, I yeah, I hate that. Oh, hate that. All of a sudden you're Dr. Phil. Yeah, <laughs> bro, I I
1: don't know what to say. I don't mind being Dr. Phil. I just don't want their life story. (laughs) (laughs) That's always uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I had a uh, way back in my direct TV days, I had a trainee with me one time. (laughs) And no joke. I, I knew his whole, I mean, like you said, I knew his life story. Yeah. And we had to check in with like our trainer afterwards, our regional trainer. And I called him. I was like, do not ever send this guy with me again. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot handle this. <laughs> the guy wouldn't shut up, and then he's talking to the customers about all the bullshit. And it's like, whoa. Oh, oh no. my God.
2: You can't
0: do that.
1: No. Costing me time and money.
0: Yeah, because you used to get paid by the number of jobs you got done, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you get somebody that's just Flapping, man. Yeah, no time for that.
1: Uh, there there were times with that guy. I'm I'm literally like, all right, I'm I'm headed to the truck and I'm leaving. <laughs> and he's still in there talking. You can get an Uber if you need one. Yep. See ya. <laughs> I'm headed to the next job. <laughs> oh God. That's some shit. People don't know some uh I don't even know what you call that.
0: All right, Some. so let's flip this. Who's your favorite type of person
1: to talk to in a cigar show? The one that doesn't talk to you. The <laughs> <laughs> one
0: who minds one damn it. business. The <laughs> one in the empty <laughs> fucking lounge. Yeah. That guy. <laughs> no, come on. There's
1: there's there's the
0: there's the types that are really enjoyable to talk to.
1: Um. Yeah, uh, somebody that doesn't talk about sports and politics. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know, I know zero about sports. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, football, baseball, basketball—nothing. And I don't care to know actually as well. But uh, I, I
2: enjoy the the person who's gonna. Fucking nerd out about shit too like, Yes
1: that would be okay well,
2: Let's get into some cigars Let's talk some Some shit right Let's mm-hmm. Let's figure this out I like those people a lot
1: Hmm I think it depends on the mood I'm in though Okay You gotta be in the mood For that too Cal right Cause if you're there After yeah. like a long week And you just Not Not wanna be left alone But You don't wanna do a lot of thinking You just wanna Maybe have a conversation And <laughs> You don't wanna get all deep Drink Yeah
2: Maybe you guys do this different than I do then. I'm I'm curious on this now. So I pick where I'm going to smoke based on that mood that I'm in, right? If I'm Ooh. going to a lounge where I know people are going to want to talk, like I'm not doing that if I don't want to talk to people. I'm going to sit on my porch or I'm going to go to the fucking dive bar where I can smoke a cigar and nobody's going to talk to me. Yeah. Do you guys do that too?
1: Considering I haven't been to a lounge in a long time, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of that. Yeah. For sure, man. Some days you just want to sit at the sit at the house or at the, you know, condo, whatever and. Smoke a cigar by yourself or with maybe one other person and just not deal with. Yeah, having to talk to a lot of people. Sure, but these days, man, you go to the cigar shop. Most people are just in there. They they might be sitting in a circle or whatever, but they're all just texting on their phones or
1: that's true. Playing (laughs) a game. I mean, texting each other.
0: Yeah ridiculous but you know my favorite people that i I would say overall are um those old school guys that have been kind of in the cigar game for a long time and they start talking to you about you know the different stuff that they've experienced or the different types of people they've met or um you know uh how they knew this person and that person before they kind of became who they are now and they're giving you stories um, a lot of their stories, how they started their shops, like, especially like when you go to some of these shops where they've been around 20, 30 years, whatever, uh, and still in business and still doing a good, you know, in, in a good way. Uh, those types of people are always fun for me to sit around.
1: Yeah, you know? that, that would be a good conversation.
0: Yeah. So, so hold on.
2: Do you, or do you not want the life story?
1: Not the life story, the shop story.
0: Yeah, it's not Gosh. really <laughs> You
1: don't you know you don't, don't, you don't know their mom and their dad and brother and sister and all of that yeah. at the end of it. How grandma's doing and <laughs> <laughs> what they had for dinner last well, my, Friday. Well my thing
0: is yeah, bro. I mean like my thing is dude, like if you just met somebody and you're not there like for a purpose, like they just happen to be sitting there and then you wanna sit down and like start talking about all this stuff, like that's different than I'm in your shop and you're giving me the story about how your shop came to be and how you've been in business for because you know, like I'm always fascinated by I don't care what business you're in, if you've been doing it for a long time, you've got to be doing something right. So Um, what are you doing right? Sure. How why has it worked for you? What have you done to change with the times? Because, dude, if you if you've been opening a cigar shop for 20, 30 years, that means you you were through that big cigar boom.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And then you weren't. How did you navigate that? How did you grow from that? You know what lessons did you learn? Yeah, I find that interesting. Mm-hmm. And really, any anybody that that is you know just being around uh, successful people always like in, in learning from them and in the things that they've done, how they did it, regardless of what business they're in or you know line of work. Um, there are certain things that are transferable or applicable across all. All professions, really, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, and I, man, I always tell these young guys when I when I see them working in the cigar shops, and I'm sure I've said this before, but I always tell them, I said, if you don't take advantage of being of working in a cigar shop and networking with the people who come here, you will kick yourself in the ass when you get older. You really will, so yeah. because. There are just you. You meet so many different types of people, and I mean, build that network, man.
1: Fire Take that, that opportunity. LinkedIn.
0: It's a real life LinkedIn. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And nothing <laughs> replaces r- real interaction. No. <laughs> Speaking of which, brings me to a conversation I had the other day. Somebody was talking about how the younger generation now is by and large so socially awkward and i'm gonna say forget the younger generation it's getting to people like our age where there's like the their whole mode of communication is like text message or email right and it's like drew and i used to call them uh you know modern day hieroglyphics but like emojis right Mm -hmm. it's like people are are forgetting how to communicate in person
1: it's hilarious I mean, have you guys and, seen this sit back and watch it happen
0: <laughs> like a train wreck
1: it is
2: i don't know man it's getting old people have always said young people are fucking
0: it up and doing weird shit forever no but i'm telling you Kyle, it's not just young people
1: no it's older people now too it's older people too people our our are age, older. older yeah they, they don't. don't
0: want to confront anything they don't want to talk in person yep. they just want to text somebody
1: it's that instant gratification too of everything now too, yeah, everything's got to be instant
2: well, and some of it is frankly easier right like sure if i if I'm dealing with a business and we're trying to schedule something, I can do that by email. I don't have to talk on the phone, and then we don't have to be there at the same time, right like
1: that's true, but it what most saying is it's making them socially awkward right when they go Generally. somewhere, yes. Yep. they don't know I mean, how to interact enough. with people once work is over.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean that shit's overrated anyway. But sure.
0: Again, I don't care what I don't care what you do for a living. Interaction with people is going to be key to it's key to success, and knowing how to deal with people. You could have the best whatever, you could be the best whatever, but if you can't get along with people, communicate with them effectively, it's, your upside's going to be limited by that. I don't know. Is it still limited if everybody's awkward, though? <laughs> well, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe the, maybe the benchmark will, will change, but. In the land of the blind, that
2: one-eyed man is king, right? Here we go.
1: Yeah. (laughs) What a mess.
2: Who knows? Uh, If people have thoughts on this topic, please send them via social media.
1: Yeah.
0: At the Sultans
2: of Smoke. Right.
1: You can direct (laughs) message us.
0: (laughs) But here, look. So, as you guys know, El Dandy Cubano uh has been a huge supporter patina
1: hey,
0: great um, guy. uh hell of a guy you know i'm gonna be in dallas next week and i and i messaged him i said hey man would, would i'm gonna be done because he told me you know if you come down i'd love to have a cigar with you so i let him know hey i'm gonna be there next week man hell if yeah. i have some if i have some time let's let's try to get together i mean bro like if someone's out there pushing your stuff or like whatever man you better make time to see him <laughs> you know
1: when are you gonna be in uh, dallas
0: uh, Wednesday and Thursday. Want to meet me there?
1: Jeez, Mo. I would have if I yeah. would have had some heads up. There's, you
0: have five days.
1: Five. <laughs> I needed more heads up than that this week.
0: You needed more heads up. <laughs> but,
2: um, yeah. So, so you're going to meet
0: up with him? I'm going to try to, yeah, man. I, I know what I, I got to spend some time at the warehouse, but uh, also going to be meeting with a prospective uh, Uh, rep for Texas. So dual purpose. Yeah. Got to get that Texas market. All you Texas listeners push for that patina. Nice. Um, (laughs) so yeah, man, but there's a lot of people that, uh, you know, interaction is just so important, you know, and if you could, if you could step it up and, and get out of your comfort zone and meet you, you know, meet people and, and get off your phone and just try to meet people, talk to people, you know.
2: You I got, can still get back on your phone later when you're done right, talking to them. It's still right, there. Right. And nothing happened while you were gone. Don't worry about it.
0: No. No.
1: I got one question before we end. No deep thoughts, okay. No. So... Hmm. <laughs> That's still on my list. Our podcast. Yeah. I'll mute you and cut it off, so it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so who who do you tell our podcast about and who do you not tell our podcast about? Or if they hear, oh, you have a podcast and you try to, like, avoid it? <laughs> do you, do you, What specific people, like family, friends, coworkers... Who do you push it? Who do you not push it to? Huh. <laughs> Are there people? Cal? Somebody uh, at work I, goes, oh, I, I put, uh, what's you're that? into cigars. Do you yeah, avoid saying? So I,
2: I, I push it to cigar people. I talk to cigar people about it.
1: And yeah. beyond
2: that, not significantly, partly yeah. because they're not going to care.
1: Your mother-in-law, yeah. your father-in-law is like, oh hey, you do. Just- uh,
2: believe it or not, my mother-in-law has listened to this podcast. Yeah, no, oh. yeah, that's she risky. Thought, she thought we were pretty funny. I doubt <laughs> she still listens. Uh, but like, I don't, I don't know that there are a lot of like people that I know in real life who are not cigar people that would really kind of get what we're doing here. Yeah,
1: well, yeah. No, I understand that.
0: Why do you ask, Drew? <laughs> I have a feeling that, uh, that something uh, precipitated that. Well,
1: yes, of course, but so I guess the main reason is my father-in-law knows about the cigar line and everything, salt mm-hmm. and stuff, uh, and so he's asked several times, and I mean, he's happy about it and whatnot, and I always try to avoid it because <laughs> because. <laughs> One time, he's like, "Ah, oh, we can kick it on while we're sitting out by the fire with the family." Oh <laughs> Jesus! And I'm like, "No, this is not a not a family thing." <laughs> <laughs> so, there's been multiple times when he'll like bring it up because he he doesn't know where to find it. And he mentioned it last week again because he, he was down with some buddies and they were smoking cigars and he's like, oh, my son-in-law, blah, blah, blah. He has this podcast and they're like, oh, what is it? And he's like, I don't, I don't know. So he tells me about this and I just kind of ignore it and keep going. <laughs> but I know he's probing every time on how to find it.
0: Yeah.
1: And I just avoid it. Yeah. But I don't know what you do in that situation.
2: I think we should have him on. <laughs> <laughs> He'll never say a word about having your family listen to it
1: again. We we could have him on. He would do that. He could give some good business talk. That'd
0: be good. There you go. But you know, I I think that our, our podcast has kind of evolved into an in all I mean, yeah, we spend a fair amount of time talking about cigars. But we also talk about other stuff too. Oh yeah. I think I think there's a little bit of everything, um, for everybody, but with that said, you know, the crudeness and and sometimes the uh, vulgar language could probably turn some people off for sure.
1: Oh, and I I don't care if he listened. Yeah. That's not the issue. That's fine. I just just know, knowing him, how it goes down, that we're going to be like family dinner, and he's going to be like, oh, I found this, and he's going to kick it on through the... Whatever the house speakers or something. <laughs> so how does he kick it on exactly? Uh, Spotify, dude. He's got Spotify. <laughs> he'll he'll kick it on on Spotify. <laughs> right at his fingertips, and he doesn't even know. iTunes, Spotify—they're both on there too.
2: That's probably for the better, Son-pop. though. You don't, you don't need to tell him.
1: Yeah, I know. I haven't.
2: (laughs) Now we're going to have half our listeners trying to figure out who your father-in-law is and send him a fucking link. (laughs) Send
0: him a link.
1: (laughs) I've told him. I've told him it's on Spotify and iTunes. He just hasn't been able to... I guess he hasn't found it. But he did actually say one time, he's like, oh, we'll kick it on with the family and listen. It was like, no, no, no.
2: You know what I really hope is that he actually does listen and he is completely fucking with you.
1: That would yeah. be He's awesome. just like,
2: oh, it's, it's family time. Let's listen to the podcast, <laughs> Drew.
1: <laughs> if, if he does just it to, more, I would know.
2: Just to see the look in your fucking eye.
1: <laughs> Might have to one-up and be like, done, let's put it on.
0: <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> Want to never look at me the same? <laughs> That's good stuff
2: uh, So before we wrap this up I, I have two pieces of advice That I'd like to share with people uh, About their Instagram photos Very brief Yeah. Number one uh, Take the cellophane off your cigar Before you take a picture of it uh, <laughs> Number two Please occasionally cut your fingernails uh, That's a big one Jesus Christ
1: Not just that but clean them at least <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, I don't care about that, right? Like, if you've been working or something, you know, whatever. Life is life. But fucking cut them.
1: <laughs> then they can't do their cocaine.
2: <laughs> you can have... It only takes one, right? I don't know. I've never done it. I don't, but I don't I, know either. That's How
1: much
2: cocaine are you doing?
1: This is why Salt and the Smoke is not a family show. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: you yeah. know... It's it, that that is a problem you kinda see. Now, Kyle, do you still do you still get a lot of crap from, you know, the ultra cigar uh aficionado about not having lit cigars in your pictures? Almost never anymore. I got over it. I don't think anybody cares anymore. By the way, we talked about the cigar celebrities or whatever, celebritization of, of certain cigar personalities, but there are actually what I call consumer celebrities, too. Oh, for sure. Influencers, right? Yeah, there are. Actual
2: influencers. Yeah. Who are some that you would consider consumer celebrities, since you mm-hmm. opened the can of worms? Uh, Moo
1: Cow Ridge. Let's get going.
2: There's, no, no, zero no. Chan-
0: there's zero chance that I'm getting into this.
2: Uh, that's, that's what I thought.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I got to try anyway. Next week.
1: mm. Yeah, this is
0: going to be like your deep thought segment. Yeah. yeah, You're going to try. I ain't going to answer. But with some, I'll say this, with some, with some people, it's tasteful. It's nice. It, it, they bring attention to the cigar industry, the cigar, you know, whatever you want to call it. Cigar, I don't, I don't like to use the word lifestyle. I think that's overplayed, but. The cigar world, let's say, and they do a really nice job of doing that, no doubt about mm-hmm. it. But then you also have the guys that make it about themselves, and they mm-hmm. use it in a way hey, um, and to build their own brand. What's that? And girls. Oh, well, are you know, hey, I'm not even going to get into that. <laughs> we've, we've talked about that ad nauseum.
1: Guys and girls mm-hmm. that make it about themselves instead of the cigar industry.
0: You know, I was but thinking about
1: think,
2: that, yeah. and, and I, I came to a realization that, that is probably pretty basic that I just hadn't quite understood before. What I mm-hmm. thought is that there were people out there using, like, either their bodies or their wealth or whatever it happens to be mm-hmm. to, like, mm-hmm. get themselves a following in the cigar crowd. What I realized is that it's the exact opposite, and the cigars yeah. are a prop to get people in a certain demographic to actually pay attention to them. Because if they did the same fucking thing without a cigar, zero people would give a shit about what they're doing, right? Whether it's your yeah. your, your cars or your bikinis or whatever it happens to be, right? Like, yeah. so that that struck me uh, as really interesting in a way that it probably shouldn't have.
1: Isn't that good marketing yes. though?
2: No, it's terrible marketing.
1: Is it Is it working? <laughs>
2: No, I mean, in, you're the, in the short term, you're getting a pile of likes. In the long term, you're not actually influencing anything for anybody, which is a very different story.
0: Right. I agree. Right? But you know what, Kyle? That falls on the people that can't see the difference. Like, if, if I'm a cigar brand or I'm a cigar retailer and I see, you know, XYZ with a big following or whatever, so I want to try to jump on that. I better ask myself a hundred times why that person has a cigar following that they do. Sure. Is it because the cigars they are smoking and what they're doing with the cigars? Or is it because of (laughs) the cigar is a prop to showcasing themselves, right? Yeah, that's exactly it. So. But if someone's going to get benefits from doing that, then then the people that are ultimately providing those benefits are really the ones that don't understand what's going on.
2: Sure. And more power to them, right? Like I'm not, I'm not even dissing these people. I'm just, it's interesting that that's the the case. Right. And it's almost, it's almost sad in a certain sense. I think that's the only way you can get the attention you're looking for is to have some demographic using props to get the, the interesting
0: part of it. I don't know. Bro, like, yeah, I mean, if you got to post a picture with your, with your hand draped around your Mercedes steering wheel and your Rolex on and, you know, your fucking Cohiba, you know, in your hand to try to get attention, I mean, I don't know, Or so worse than that, right? Sure. Um, sure. But I will tell you, there's one guy that does a really, really big service for people, and he's never talked about, because I don't think he posts any pictures of himself. It's all cigars. And I'm not talking about Mukau Rich, although Mukau yeah, yeah. Rich does, does as well, but Cigar Enforcer. Oh, his, yeah. whole, his whole page is dedicated to helping people trying to identify fake Cubans, for the most part. Hmm. But nobody talks about this guy. Nobody gives him the, the recognition he deserves. That's a big service. That's a big money people are spending on those cigars. Does not he have a huge following, though? He's got about 20,000-something followers, I believe. I would expect it to be bigger, so it's not so, so big. Which is, which is awesome, but nobody talks about him. Give that guy the credit, man, for what he does. That's a big service for people. Mm-hmm. He's got 24,000, almost 25,000 followers. Wow. You know, and his, and his tagline is fighting counterfeits one cigar at a time. That's an uphill battle, too. It is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the and the counterfeiters are getting better and better. Yeah, and nobody wants to hear their cigars are fake. Nobody, nobody does. Absolutely not. Yeah, guess what? I spent 400 bucks on fake Cubans. Great.
2: Yeah, it's, not, it's like talking about politics, right? As soon as you yeah. bring it up, somebody's like, you're a dick. Not yeah. like, oh, thank you for
1: pointing <laughs> that
0: out. But this is the type of guy that really, I mean, you want to talk about, you know, we, we talked last week about cigar heroes and whatever, but this guy is, is a champion of the industry and a champion of of what's right. And I respect the shit out of that, man. Closest thing we got to a superhero. Yeah.
1: Not all heroes wear capes.
2: No, they don't. You know what all heroes do
0: have though? Cigar noise? Deep thoughts. Ciga- yeah.
1: Cigar noise? <laughs> I guess that yep. uh, signals the end of the show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully, we'll have Danny back on next week. Yeah. Yes. We'll hear about that big kickoff event for the uh, Neanderthal LH uh, at Fine Ash and was it Glendale, Arizona? So I bet they sold a shit ton of cigars. I'm sure they did.
2: I'm sure they did.
1: The damage. it
2: is Roma Craft cigars, in case you're not aware.
1: No, so all right, yeah, thank you guys. All right, thanks, gentlemen. gentlemen. I'm looking forward
2: to hearing
0: from Paramount and uh, (laughs) our upcoming deal with them, Sly Rambo. And guys, please, for our listeners, if you have any feedback, you have any suggestions <laughs> on how we can make this thing better, please let us know. Don't be shy. Uh, we provide each other a safe zone and a support group, so you, you we can, can
1: take it. You can be <laughs> awkward to our email.
0: Yeah, email us or message us. <laughs> Don't call us. Just show up
2: at somebody's house in person. Awkwardly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: All righty. Cool. Next Cheers week. It, see you guys. Take it easy. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at thesalt and smoke at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any Salt and Smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week.